Michael Osterling here with another episode of Fine Wisdom. That's hashtag Fine, F-E-I-N, Wisdom. Bruce Fine, constitutional scholar. Morning, Bruce. Thank you, Michael. It's always delighted to converse with you. Yeah, it's great to have you back. Uh, so today, the Senate in the Senate uh, uh, Foreign Affairs Committee is, will be debating the AUMF, the Authorization of Military Force Against ISIS. What are your thoughts? Well, it's a very, very odd um, posture. Uh, Michael, because the President of the United States unilaterally has been waging war against ISIS and Syria now since uh, it's September of last year. And the Constitution requires that Congress authorize war before it begins rather than afterwards, unless obviously there's an attack on the United States like Pearl Harbor. But ISIS hasn't killed a single U.S. citizen in the United States. There's been no attack on the United States. And so it's sort of odd that Congress is considering legislation to authorize something that's already ongoing and in which the president insists that it can keep it ongoing no matter what Congress does anyway. That's the first observation. The second observation is equally cynical, I think, with regard to the president himself. Why is he asking for this authorization now, since he's saying that he has it anyway under the 2001 authorization to use military force against al-Qaeda? And I really think it's a cynical ploy to try to cast blame on what probably will be a debacle of uh, the magnitude of the Vietnam War, or the invasion of Libya, or the invasion of Iraq, you know, on uh, Congress or Obama's successor, because this authorization continues only for three years. I mean, do you think of the absurdity of declaring a war against an opponent and say, after three years, we go away? I mean, you're guaranteed to lose, right? Fabian tactics, you just wait until your opponent goes away. And so Obama is trying to force the next president you know, which will be three years from now, to go back to Congress and become and buy in to his, I think, totally ill-conceived war against IS, which is ending up making us allies of Iran and the Shias who are slaughtering Sunnis. I mean, it's a very, very odd proposition, but it shows you the awkwardness and the stupidity of trying to control everything in the world about which we know very little or nothing. Uh, and the other element that comes into play with regard to this particular AUMF that's being proposed is it does um, authorize uh, uh, the use of ground troops. You know, again, it's, it's Vietnam all over again. You know, first we started out with the advisors and then it was just bombing and then the ground troops and they escalate. And it's clear why that escalation occurs. It's not something that's just a fluke. Uh, the fact is military doesn't like to, to, to lose wars. I mean, what are they going to say to all those men and women who died or were injured or that post-traumatic stress syndrome? What did you die for? I mean, they need to be able to explain to all those brave and courageous men and women risking that last full measure of devotion what they did it for. And when they lose, there isn't any answer. I mean, and so they just keep escalating and say, well, we just give us more men, more arms or whatever, and maybe, maybe we'll, we'll win it someday. And Vietnam showed the total folly of that. So if I were the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, I would, I would, I would be considering a bill that says, Mr. President, you have 60 days to cease the war. If you don't do that, we are going to impeach and remove you from office for violating the Constitution of the United States. Wow. So do you know, that, does this AMF that's now being debated sunset the two previous AMFs, the Iraqi war? No, it, it sunsets only one? the Iraqi war resolution, uh, which, again, it, it's a zany authorization for the president to rely upon to be fighting ISIS because the Iraqi war resolution is targeted at Saddam Hussein. 
that is, it was targeted on attacking Iraq, the government of Iraq, of Saddam, for violating UN Security Council resolutions on uh, showing inspections for weapons of mass destruction. How can you read that authorization to now attack a group that is attacking the Iraqi government? I mean, is it really plausible that Congress had in mind in 2002 that it authorizing the war uh, uh, of Obama to defeat and fight a people who are fighting the Iraqi government rather than authorizing war against the Iraqi government, which was what the invasion of Iraq when Saddam Hussein was there was all about. Now, in this also, although it repeals that 2002 resolution, leaves the 2001 resolution totally undisturbed, and that's the resolution that enables the president to fight in his interpretation of the language, any war, at any time, at any place, for any duration, with ground troops or not. I mean, it's the most staggering interpretation of war in the history of the United States. Basically, say, Congress has authorized me to go to war anytime, wherever in the world, forever. Bruce, you've done a lot of writing on these subjects, including some books. Where can folks find your writings? I know you do a blog for the Washington Times and your books. Yes, the, the two most important books... Uh, on this precise issue and, and why war is so important because in, in crass language, war makes what's ordinarily first-degree murder punishable by death because you're killing someone who's not endangering your life immediately uh, legal. It's, that's why it's a very, very uh, uh, awesome Rubicon to cross. Uh, and the, the books American Empire Before the Fall, uh, Constitutional Peril, The Life and Death Struggle for Our Constitution and Democracy. You can get those on Amazon or my website, www.brucefinelaw.com. Thanks, Bruce.